back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Bet on the BetQL Network. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. Big hour coming up on the show. All our bets for tonight are on the way. A uh, lot of line movement coming up for Week Four in the National Football League because of the Damian Lillard trade. We have not yet gotten to it moved, which is a wonderful Football Wednesday staple here on the show. Uh, during the break, I was thinking, man. Pretty cool that Damian Lillard's now on the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, I'm still kind of, like, processing. It happens right before we're on the air. We're kind of, like, reshaping the start of the show now. Alex did a great job. Everyone did a great job getting all the elements ready. We get Matt Moore on the show. Ken and I do a full hour on it. And then we get right into football and um, during the break, and I'm thinking— yeah, like, Damian Lillard's now on Milwaukee. I know we did a couple minutes on the, end of the last hour, Ken, and I thought the way you framed it to start the show was awesome in our opening segment. Lots of betting takes, lots of, like, okay, what's going to happen on the court takes. This is just freaking awesome, though, if you're a fan of the NBA, that this is now happening. Like, another juicy storyline heading into what should be a really juicy season. Yeah, I mean, just superstar-driven league, right? That's what uh, that's what guides all of the, like, social media followers, interactions, like, you know, a lot of people don't even watch the full games. It's just like, what are the stars doing? And there are some people that don't like the NBA for that reason. But if you do like it, you love that stuff. And so when we, you know, put two superstars together playing who haven't played together before. And uh, and it's not just two stars. I guess it's worth noting, too, because like, you know, like Durant, Kyrie, Durant, Kyrie, Harden, you know, like there's <laughs> Ben Simmons, you know, like there's there's plenty of uh mixtures that have happened before between you know superstars playing together but this one's you know honestly like two guys people kind of like a lot and two guys that fans really really like even though the Lillard trade stuff over the summer was just monotonous and kind of went on for a really long time just like two stars that we kind of root for a little bit inherently especially if we're uh you know if our team's not playing them and so the idea that they're teaming up i think just like nba fans obviously depending on what team you're a fan of maybe you root for them maybe against them but just like just nba fans like this is a cool thing. It's cool they're going to play together. I can't wait. Like night one, like I don't, they don't play in the opening doubleheader. I don't think, but you know, like that next Friday or whatever, or that next Wednesday, um, whenever they play their first game. Like now, I'm really excited for that game. Maybe I wasn't as excited for the Bucks' first game before, and now I'm just more excited to watch. Uh, you know, kind of how the pieces fit together. So it's that before any of the betting stuff. Like the Bucks were already. Yeah, he didn't get traded to. Uh, you know. Uh, who's like the worst? He didn't get traded like the Houston Rockets or something or the Spurs, like it's which would be cool, right? Him and Wemba Yama playing together that'd be pretty wild. But uh, he but, might know, he didn't get traded somewhere bad, right? Like <laughs> yeah, he would guys, be like he'd be like I'm actually Coach retiring, Pop, but yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah, that's what, um, the me and Wemby, you know, right? He didn't uh, he didn't get traded somewhere where it's like oh my god he's going to turn this team around. Like the Bucks were already one of the absolute favorites to do everything this year. So in terms of like, wow, some awesome bet has created. Like, I, I mean, you know, the playoffs start seven months from now. The title will be awarded nine months from now, almost exactly, um, like to the week. 
Like I, I just, you know, if you're trying to be like the the amazing bet right now is like bucks two hundred because in seven months it's going to be minus one ten. That's just not like that's not why this is cool, and it's not why it's interesting to talk about. Just not so. There's plenty of fun betting stuff as we go through the season, but for just for today, it's just here's another really really cool thing that's happened in the NBA, and it starts in a few weeks. Two other quick things before we get to it. Move to week four in the NFL. Uh, we talked about this with Matt Moore when he came on. And if you don't have like a fully developed thought on this yet, obviously totally, totally okay. Like, are we going to, just because we brought up Wemby, I hate that. I want to stop calling him Wemby. Oh, Wemby I don't Yama. call him yeah. I hate it. Call him Victor. Wemby. Vic? Vicky. Maybe not Vicky. I don't know. We're going to figure something out. VW? Vic. <laughs> With C's. Yeah. Uh, are we gonna? Are we looking to fade Wemby in the Rookie of the Year market this year? Uh, I am not starting the year like super excited about betting this award market because rookie. I'm very excited about betting award markets in general in the NBA, but Rookie of the Year is typically the chalkiest one. It's like, hey, you know who's gonna win? like the first, second, or third pick in the draft every single year. It's like, oh, well, who are the favorites? Who do you think the favorites are? The first, second, like the, not just the second pick, the guy who was the second pick last year, who didn't, who didn't even get to compete last year in Chad Holmgren. So like, you know, can Scoot win? Sure. Uh, can Holmgren win? Sure. Could somebody random win? I mean, yes, but this isn't the award for that typically. Uh, the most interesting thing to follow in this market, I think, throughout the year, um, the interest for me goes up as the Spurs start introducing their plan for what they're going to do with Wembenyama from a rest standpoint. This will be the first year that we have award thresholds, numbers of games that players have to reach to be eligible to win awards. Like literally you're one game short, you cannot win and teams will cheat their way around this and they'll play a guy five minutes and that'll count as a game played. So like, it's not a rock solid thing, but I mean, if the Spurs are going to sit him on every second night of a back-to-back, even to start the year, or they're not going to play him like third and four, they're going to rest him a couple times. Whatever the plan is, if the plan involves a lot of rest, this market gets awesome. And if the plan is to play him a lot, the market's not awesome at all. And it doesn't mean Scoot can't win if Victor Wembanyama plays a lot, but like, what's the angle to make a bet then? The angle is, hey, you know the guy who's the favorite? He's not playing a lot. Like that's now you're now you're cooking with gas. Now that's an angle to make a bet. We just don't know what that's going to be yet. So I can't be excited about the market yet. But this is why, like the first five games, first ten games, you just discover so much stuff. Like Lowry Markin and most improved player was a laughing stock kind of a bet the week before the season started, and two weeks into the year, it's the best thing you could have put money on. And so, like the first ten games, we're just we're gonna what's the new version of that? Like, what's the thing that we couldn't see coming this year in the NFL? All right, first four games, be like, I had no idea the Bucs were that good. As in the Tampa Bay Bucs, not the team that Lola got traded to. Like, I, you know, I had no idea the Packers were going to be that good. You know, the the Bills are even better than I thought or something like that. Like, you're going to learn some of this stuff. And that's when the really fun bets happen. So Rookie of the Year could be fun. It all is going to probably hinge on what is the plan with Wembenyama in terms of playing him in a lot of these schedule spots. It had been rumored, by the way, that Mike Evans was going to be going back to the Portland Trailblazers in this trade. Uh, what oh, which man. name is more f- been crazy? Which name is more fun to say in this way, Vic or Scoot? Oh, Scoot for sure. <laughs> that, yeah, well, I think I think Vic. Got, I don't. I'm not in on Vic either. Like we got Vicky. like we, we're, we're gonna. I think we should. <laughs> Vicky's just funny. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> I mean, we we can keep working on this. Yeah, like I there's Wemby though. 
no, 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 no. Like we're not the we're Jake, not doing Wendy Jake nominates. V dub is not bad. V dub like like, like B dubs like Buffalo Wild Wings V dubs or like VW like Volkswagen. You know, yeah, call him the wagon. I don't know. That's not bad, but he's not a wagon though, or a unit. He's like like I weigh more than he does, and he's three feet taller than me. He's like a. Oh, like a moped or something. Oh, I'm trying to figure out what his build would qualify as. Some sort of long motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> like last note here, it. and then we'll get to last. Last note, we'll get to it. Moved. I mentioned earlier in the show that walked into my father-in-law's pizza place last night, and on the TV was an NHL preseason game. It was the Rangers and the Islanders from Madison Square Garden. Um, which I was like, oh yeah, like the NHL starts in like two weeks. October 10th is the first regular season game. Uh, are you starting to get excited for our proposed plan on how to bet the National Hockey League this year on the show, which will be goal scoring props and then goalies to get shutouts that particular night? Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's two weeks from tonight. Right? Is it? 27th? So 20, 27th, 3rd, 10th? Yeah. Right? Or is it two weeks from last night? 13 days. Uh, two weeks uh, from last days. night. I didn't do the 30 days little uh, song in my head to figure out that September, September Adam uh, there. It's literally the first month in the song. So all right, 13 days. I am very excited. We don't, uh, we have a lot of fun on the show, but one thing that th- that device will be good for is bringing like the fun bets back. It's like NFL betting. So serious on our show. And it's like, kind of should be cause it's, you know, our actual money and we're betting it and college football, like, the pick segment's really fun, but like I, I am betting all of this. This is like this brings the more of the pizza and beer money type of bets to the other sports, I think, which I think will be really fun. I'm like really looking forward to it. All right. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken. Wonderful football Wednesday. We've basically done everything there is to do on the show today. Short of uh, you know, what the show is usually built around on a wonderful football Wednesdays during the season, and that is line movement in the National Football League. So let's get to it now. With it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. Ah, yeah, oh, it's different on, uh, you know, uh, Wednesday, uh, September 27th. Uh, Lions-Packers Thursday night. Interesting. Even if, like, the line hasn't moved and can give us, like, the full report what we're seeing on the board here. As uh, we get injury reports from both teams, the final injury reports heading into Thursday night. For Green Bay, David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins both not going to play on the offensive line. Jenkins is going to be out a couple more weeks. Jair Alexander, Christian Watson, Aaron Jones all listed as questionable. Although it seems like there's optimism around them playing, but we don't know if they're going to. And then coming up tomorrow night, we know that Vitae is out for the Detroit Lions. David Montgomery might, might be back. We'll see. I'd be surprised if David Montgomery played in the game. Uh, have we seen any line movement, Ken? The Lions were like really short road favorites at the Packers. Anything to report here with Detroit and Green Bay to kick off week four? Yeah, I mean, the board's been really, really quiet in this game. I, I don't think that's going to stay true. Obviously, we're 26 hours from the game happening. You know, I could see this being a situation where the statuses of all the Packers players cause some shifting, but not around key numbers. Like, if you think about how the market's shaped right now, Lions one and a half on the road is the consensus number. That's the MGM number two. Lions by one and a half, total 46. And uh, and I think what you could probably end up seeing happening, all that would happen 
is it would just be a, a favorite flip basically so like you know for teasers this would matter obviously the lions would go from a one and a half point favorite to maybe like packers by one or something like that or packers by one half doesn't take a lot to go through zero and the other team to get favored we actually frequently see games where if the line is one you'll see each team favored by one at the same time and uh, i think that's the kind of market we could find ourselves with if the packers get a really good injury report with all these you know players that, that may end up playing on skill positions in the game maybe you see like a tick to the over then too when that happens 46 to 46 and a half maybe something like that but that's like pretty small movement and it's not around key numbers so i think that's kind of all we're in store for tomorrow which means it just sets up like the same same kind of handicap which is really just like who do you think is going to win this game like is there a team you really like to win this game and that's the bet as opposed to like well if we wait we get three and then that like it changes the kind of bet we want i don't think there's going to be any of that uh, i could be wrong but that's kind of that's how i feel like this is shaping up do you feel like you're gonna have a bet on this game coming up uh, tomorrow on thursday i don't think so but this is like every packers game and I've said that, by the way, I've said this a couple times. It's gone. It's gone really well. Went well in the Saints game. Went well in the Bears game. Like those two, those two games, it was literally. Well, I really want the three and zero against win. the spread. Because I, well, it's three and zero against the spread, and uh, in two of the games, not Atlanta, but the other two, playing teams that I have win total under bets on. Also, Chicago and New Orleans. So these were like big, high leverage win total games for me and this isn't that I, I don't really care what the lions do this year it actually really doesn't affect me whatsoever um i prefer the packers to win the division but even like top two in the division or over their win total all that stuff's great make the playoffs all that stuff's way way more important um so this isn't that like they're i don't care if the lions win or not but i think it's just like root for the packers and i i think we'll do uh awards tomorrow by the way which will be really fun uh was it Eric that mentioned, like, feels like Matt LaFleur is getting a lot of shine right now for, like, some of the stuff that he's doing or feels like tomorrow night could be an opportunity for that? Uh, his price has dropped significantly to uh, to win coach of the year over the last week, even the last couple days, because the market opened Monday, kind of half open, like a soft open, and he was not a huge price drop. And then, like, Wednesday, like today and yesterday, kind of went like eight to one in a couple places, like really kind of getting jammed uh, with obviously, like, McDaniel and Dan Campbell, the two favorites. All right. Uh, there are a couple jokes I can make off things that you said. I'm not going to make any of them. We'll move on. Chargers um, and the Raiders, Ken, coming up on Sunday in Los Angeles. Uh, Austin Eckler back at practice on Wednesday in a limited fashion for the Bolts. He missed the last two games for L.A. And Jimmy Garoppolo officially does not practice on Wednesday for the Raiders. Remains in concussion protocol. Anything here with the Chargers and the Raiders? I mentioned this on Monday that it feels like a lot of Jimmy G not playing is already built into this number. Open four and a half, five and a half. Chargers favored is the uh, the current price basically everywhere in the game. I think it's just like, okay, if he's not going to play, how much more do you get out of this? Like if you bet the Chargers right now, like, oh, well, Jimmy G's not going to play. I'm going to bet the Chargers five and a half. Do you get a lot or is there already a ton built into this thinking he's not going to play? My sense is there's a lot already built into this. Maybe you get six. I don't know if you get six and a half. That's a guess. Like it closed 10. I have no idea if he doesn't play. I, I do feel like there's a giant amount of kind of pad built into this already, accounting for the fact that he won't play in the game. On the other side, we will hit the rest of the line movement coming up for week number four in the National Football League. We will begin in Cleveland with the Ravens and the Browns. We'll tell you who did practice and didn't practice today for Baltimore and what happened to the point spread as a result. It moved. Rolls on right after this.